0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, you are my God. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where no water is. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. This is a snippet from Psalm 63. And I love this psalm. And there are many other psalms that are like this that express the same kind of feeling that human beings have, at least as expressed by the psalmist. My soul thirsts for you, O God, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and, in dry and weary land where no water is. The expression, the image that he's giving is that he feels as if he's in a dry land And that he's dying for thirst, as if he's in a desert or something and there's no water around and he's just thirsty, itching, dying for some water. This is how the soul thirsts for God. This is how uh, the human being yearns for the Lord. I like this psalm because it's so expressive of the human condition. This is something I think we all experience. And there are reasons for that. We are made by God for God. We are made by God to dwell in the presence of God. We are made to be in God's environment. When we're outside of that environment, we're outside of our natural habitat. We're not doing what we're supposed to do. We're not living the way we're supposed to live. An analogy for this would be like polar bears. They're an endangered species. And we get get all these like commercials about how we should donate to these organizations that are trying to preserve the polar bears and then you, in the commercials you see these polar bears and they're tired and they're weary and they're struggling and they're uh, just seem kind of dry and lifeless because they're supposed to their natural habitat is ice and i guess some of these places are getting a little bit warmer and it's difficult for them to live so they're they just look like they're tired and exhausted they look like they're dry and they're struggling just to make it by. This is kind of an analogy for us, human beings. Why? Because from the beginning, we're created by God in paradise, in Eden. And Eden is simply where human beings walk with God freely, where human beings are united with God, where human beings live in the light of God's presence. And when when Adam and Eve sinned, they were kicked out of the garden, and that means to be kicked out, to be separated from God, to be kicked out from before his presence. Living outside of the presence of God is like a polar bear living in a warm climate. It's just really dry, very difficult to, uh, to breathe, very difficult to live, properly speaking, because this is not the natural habitat. The natural habitat for human beings is the Garden of Eden, paradise, where human beings dwell in the presence of God. that presence we've lost because of sin. So when the prophet Simeon in this gospel reading today, I think the prophet Simeon represents every single one of us. I think he, we are like him in this gospel reading. He is a prophet, he's a holy man, he's a good person, righteous before the law of God, and he's been waiting for the consolation of Israel. He's been waiting for Israel's Uh, salvation. And he was promised by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he saw the Lord's Christ, until, until he saw salvation. So he goes to the temple to meet the baby Jesus and he holds the baby Jesus in his arms and he says, now my life is complete. Now everything that I've wanted in life I have received because now I have received salvation. How did Simeon receive salvation? He didn't receive salvation in some hyper-spiritual, kind of like metaphysical way. He received salvation by carrying salvation in his arms. He held salvation in his arms. Jesus Christ is salvation. Jesus Christ is the salvation of God. He is our salvation, made flesh. He's able to hold him in his arms. He's holding the body of the one who is to save us. And Simeon looks at the baby and he's able to pray to God and he's able to say, now that I've held Your salvation, I can die. Simeon represents every one of us. Because every one of us is that human being who expresses the suffering and the yearning of the heart that is expressed in the psalm, looking for the consolation of Israel. In this case, looking for the salvation of humanity. We're wanting it. We are thirsty for it. We're yearning for it. But it comes in the form Of God made man. And when we hold God made man in our arms, then we can look at salvation in the face. Why is it that Simeon represents every single one of us? Because we're after the same thing that he's after. He achieved it. He is called by the Holy Spirit to go to the temple and to receive salvation into his own arms. And every single one of us is in the same position. Because now, The Holy Spirit calls every single one of us to that same salvation by way of coming into the church and receiving the same body of Christ, but in a different form. Every single one of us is like Simeon, seeking out salvation, which is being reunited again with God, going back into the Garden of Eden where we can be present with God, and living again in that natural habitat for humanity which is being where God is we are called by the Holy Spirit to come back into that presence into that Eden into that garden that paradise where we can walk with God we can be in harmony with God but now it's the church we are called by the Spirit of God to come into the church and not just receive Jesus in our arms and just kind of stare at him but to receive Jesus into our mouth into our bodies into our hearts in the Eucharist that same body that is given to Simeon, and Simeon's, Simeon is able to say, now my life is complete. So with us, we're able to receive the Qurbana, the body of Jesus in the Eucharist, into our hearts and feel that same completion, that same fulfillment that Simeon was able to express. What the psalmist expresses is this yearning for God, this thirst for God. And every single one of us thirsts in the same way. And we are, when we are outside of the presence of God, we have that feeling that something is missing, something is lost. But that God Himself is able to fulfill for us. I'm going to read the Psalm again. This is the way I'm going to end my homily. But I want you to relate to it, to make it your own words, and then to offer it for, to, to Jesus when you come to receive the Qurbana today. Because when we say, my soul thirsts for you, O God, my soul yearns for you as if I'm in a dry and weary land. I'm tired. I'm struggling. We say that to Jesus and Jesus's response to us is the body of Christ. Jesus's response is this is my body and this is my blood. Take it. This is salvation for you. This will relieve you. Oh God, you are my God. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where no water is, My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Amen.